You're listening to Incorporating Superpowers with the Voice of Reason, risk mitigation expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Justin Reckla. Get ready to rip apart the veil as we dismantle old school business and prepare for what comes next. Business will never be the same. Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. I am Justin Reckla. Your host for this series, this season on Incorporating Superpowers podcast. Thank you so much for joining us here. Um, again, you all listening to the show today have proven that there are more important things in the world than just making money. And the show, Incorporating Superpowers, is the show that bridges the gap between the business world and the spiritual world. And and as we've highlighted over the last year or so, there, there are better ways of doing business. There, there's, it's all about building relationship and so forth. And if you've been listening to the show, if you've been listening to anything on the network, then you know that first and foremost, there are, there's really only one thing to really talk about in this world and, and, and how to navigate that. And that's why I'm super excited about my conversation with our guest today. My guest is Rebecca Louisa Smith. She has a phenomenal backstory. And just to kind of highlight what that looks like, Rebecca's from the UK and she's talking to me right now in Mexico City by the way of film festivals and a book. The, the, the combination of how we connected is unique and I would say divinely guided in that sense, because there are no coincidences. And if you know how to listen, you know how to tap in, then you're really the, the process of building a spiritually guided business is super, super easy. Rebecca, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Really nice to be here. So, Rebecca, you prior to prior to the conversation, prior to us getting started, you, we, you and I were talking a little bit about your background in in the film industry and uh, the film and the film festival industry in particular, with your um, business called the Film Festival Doctor, uh, and and how your relationship and the past relationship that you had kind of led to the culmination of where you're at today to write your book called Born to Do It Again, or Born I'm sorry, Born to Do It. Tell me, tell me more about the book and how that came about. So it all came about by accident. Um, this is all written during the lockdown, the first lockdown um, back in mid-2020. 2020. I was currently, I want to say stuck in the UK, but I was ready to make my move to the States, but I couldn't because of travel bans and all that kind of thing. And also, as I work in the film industry, a lot of my work um, was traveling to film festivals. Everything moved online was great but I did have more time to do a bit more writing so I, I, um, I agreed to take part in an interview that was a depth interview in an Indian magazine and a publishing company read it and then she said have you ever thought about writing your own story like your own book and I thought no 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 never and she said well, let's have a conversation because there's a really good story in here I think you've got on, you're onto something I was like okay so then we had a long chat and I realized when we spoke that what I wanted to write was a book that was not a boring how-to book but rather a book that teached you how to tap into your sole purpose so you can figure out what it is that you're born to do and then tell you how to start up your first business using the key standard business practices and also spiritual techniques. So this all came about just literally through a lockdown, completely unplanned. There was no plan in the beginning of the year for this to happen, this book. And I made a commitment to writing a few hours each day, wrote the book very quickly, got a great editor that just 
we tightened it up and had very little corrections, great feedback from beta readers. And I thought I've got something special here. And it was, it's gone down a storm with the, with the beta readers and reviewers so far. Mm. So really out there, because as you mentioned earlier, is that a lot of people now, you know, it's important that, you know, you have your skill out there, you know what you're doing, but also during the pandemic, a lot of people obviously lost their jobs. And this book talks about, you know, you, you can't really rely on big companies for this income because there's no guarantee these companies will survive. It, it was all dependent upon you and what you're born to do and what your sole purpose is. So it just gives you some insight in terms of like how to get through these uncertain times. Yeah, I, I think I think that you are, are not alone in that. And if you're listening to this, knowing that 2020 was what 2020 was and what 2021 is shaping up to be, um, yeah. a lot of you are probably figuring, looking around going, wow, the world as I knew it is not the same. And, and some of you may not be feeling safe. And I know yeah. a lot of you are are looking to pivot. And, and that's what you did, Rebecca, is you pivoted, but you did such in a way that you you weren't you didn't think about it. It just came about because of the the spiritual and guided inspiration that you got from just being open to okay, what does what does next look like? Mm. And next thing you know, you 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 were started to write, and next thing you know, you have a book, and next thing you know, you're published, and it's being successful and it's being shared. And here we are talking about it. Yeah. So so talk to me. What what does the book say about you know, when somebody's looking to pivot, when somebody's looking to do something different and start their own business, what, what are some of the first steps that they can take to start listening to the divine and, and tap into something other than their ego and their fear to create business? The key thing, first of all, to really know what you're supposed to be doing in life, what you're born to do is tap into your soul purpose. And that's not the easiest thing to do. It's not like a thing we're naturally born to do or naturally like, you know, look for. But the way to do it is this. Think about it. It might take a few weeks or even maybe a month or so, but it, it might come instantly, but who knows? But either way, sit down and then think to yourself, what is it that I am most drawn to? What kind of hobby or craft or whatever it is could I do at hours where time will pass and I never get bored? And it's just one of those things where I can just keep on doing it. And I just love doing what I do, you know, that kind of thing. That presents mine he said to me I remember he hated his nine to five job it was really bad he hated it every morning he would dread to go to work he'd just be really scared honestly it'd be horrendous and he was looking ill and I said to him well what is it that you love to do and he went oh I love making candles I was like great was a market there and he went well really candles I was like yes I mean you've got like you know personal homes one it restaurants spas beauty salons you know you've got quite a a wide market there, I'd have thought. So let's do some research. So in the end, what he did was he then went part-time with the boring office job that was killing him to making these candles that we do every weekend to making it more. He set up an Instagram shop and then people saw that and then he got actually got a shop and now he like sells all over the world, ships all over the world the candles and also supplies to local mm-hmm. restaurants that are like intimate restaurants and spas. And he's doing great. And that's because that was a limiting belief. He was like, oh, no, no, there, there can't be a market for candles. I was like, there's got to be a market for candles. And your candles are aromatherapy candles. That's, even, that's, that's your niche. So then he thought about it. Maybe he could leave that job and leave the money and leave that and actually go on his own. And he's done it with a nice team now. And that's what he was born to do. You know, He's a creative, not in an office doing nothing. He's a creative person. And he didn't know that until I tapped in with him. We said, look, you can do this for hours, this, this thing. You can now make it a business. You're committed to it. You wake up drawn to it. That's what your sole purpose is. And that's the starting point. 
then you talk about the business but this is where you need to start is what you're supposed to be doing that way your sole purpose will help you get through it and sustain that long-term commitment to your business this is this is good stuff folks um this is just scratching the surface of what lies underneath and and when we get back from break we're going to dive down this rabbit hole a little bit further and expand it out as to what does that mean for you if you're what if you're in a job and you, and you see that it's not going where anywhere or more importantly that you see that it is going somewhere because the world's changing how can you pivot in such a way that sets you up for success by stepping out on your own and where and how do you find the courage to do that rebecca where can people go find more information about you and your book so the best place would be my website which is RebeccaLouisaSmith.com. RebeccaLouisaSmith.com. Folks, go take a look at the book. If you are just starting on this path, if you are looking to pivot, if you're wanting to know how do I find that purpose, how do I, how do I get to that place and do what I'm meant to do, take a look at the book. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. And we want to thank each of you for making Superpower Up the number one podcast network for personal development and spiritual growth. Because people like you have the courage to say that mindfulness, healthy living, disrupting reality, the pursuit of consciousness, responsible entrepreneurship, and radical parenting matter. We now amass over 1 million downloads monthly in more than 90 countries. Our numbers keep growing because there are far more people willing to live divergently than mass media wants to acknowledge. For you, the change makers, the light bearers, the way showers, we say thank you. If you're ready to take the next step in your evolution, go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz. And as Neva Lee Rekla, our youngest podcaster, likes to remind us, remember, we all have superpowers and we can change the world. Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. My guest today is Rebecca Louisa Smith. She is the author of Born to Do It. Uh, It's a book that will help give you the tools and insights that you need to be able to build a business that is spiritually guided and the importance of building from that place. Uh, Rebecca, let me just give you a a testimony here to what you've tapped into because, uh, folks, if you haven't been paying attention, that's exactly how superpower experts came about. It was literally 100% spiritually guided, divinely guided. I mean, I was a counterintelligence agent for the US government. I was in the spy world. I was teaching agents. We were doing all those kinds of things. And to think that I'm sitting here talking to Rebecca right now, having a conversation from the place that I was sitting so long ago, I would have laughed at you, right? (laughs) But yet here we are, Hosting the podcast, we got the number one podcast network for inspired personal development, and we're talking about the exact thing of how we built superpower experts and how you built your businesses. What's 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 the secret sauce, Rebecca? How how do what what do people have to get to? What point in their life do they have to get to in their job and their relationships? Where do they have to get to in order to be able to see that there is something bigger and that they don't really have to. To figure it out on their own, they just have to learn how to listen. What, what is that? One key thing is to um, really turn around negative limiting beliefs. So, with that um, example with the candles client of mine, he said, No, I 
can't leave this comfortable job. I've got to rely on this. I've got to be stable. You know, they won't sell I me mean, candles. Lots of people make candles. I'm not going to be able to do this. So, well, hang on. You've not, you've just told yourself that you can't. You haven't got anything there that is positive. So start again. So I said, look, surround. You can turn around any limiting belief that you could ever imagine. I, for example, I worried that my boyfriend wouldn't want to do long distance relationship. I just worried that he only wants someone locally. But that's a limiting belief. You know, you can turn that around by just showing what others possible and to then just commit to make the effort. You know, it's not really anything hard at the end of the day. And it isn't. And it's the same with this guy. Like when he was saying, you know, people make candles all the time. I was like, well, yes, but then they each do stand out with their own distinct, you know, unique selling point here. So you have to think, and not everyone's the same. Like, for example, with a hairdresser, yes, you can go into hairdressing salon and all four of the hairdressers will do wonderful haircuts and blow dries. Yeah. But the issue you have is that um, these are all, well, not issue, but the thing is you have to remember is that, yes, they all do beautiful haircuts, but they're all different. They're not the same. People then just are drawn to certain ways of doing things. That's the only difference here. Okay. So make sure with your candles, they are one of a kind. So you have to remember this and believe and trust in your soul purpose and believe and trust in your gift. Because if you don't, then you're going to lose track of things. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I'm going to add. I'm going to add to that real quick, Rebecca. Is yeah. folks is it's is it's it's not just about limiting your your negative beliefs. Yeah, you absolutely have to do that. But more importantly, you have to have the gumption to trust in that the guidance that you're having. I mean, for me, it comes down to faith, right? Having faith in something, believing in something bigger than myself, and knowing that I can tap into it. And how do I know it's real, Bill? we're sitting here talking right that that's 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 that and those limiting the beliefs you have to not just limit them but you have to literally no matter how much it shows up or on the affirmations that you get that that reality is true you have to get to the place where you look at that reality of that story that's coming from negativity deny its existence and Mm -hmm. step into what's next Exactly. Because anything is possible. As I found out, I said, I don't want to write a book. I haven't got the time. I said, well, I have got lockdown time. I can't. <laughs> but also said, like, I thought I just had this like, oh, effort to write. But then when you plan a book and do it in detail, then my goodness, it is absolutely wonderful um, because it really flows and you're meant to be doing it. And then the hours passed. Like I would say I'm going to write for an hour. I wrote for like three. And it was the evening. I thought, well, this is good. I'm not going to watch TV and just get waste time. I'm going to actually do something productive and help people. Yeah. 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 And, and, and part of that is is having some awareness of what your pattern behaviors are as well. Yeah. You know, just sitting around worrying about money or worrying about your job going away or worrying about what you're going to do next doesn't do anything but feed the fear of what of that negative thought. And there so many people that are, you know, caught in the death grip of that fear when all they have to do, all folks, all you have to do is just trust. And how do you know what is being spiritually guided versus what is what what is not being spiritually guided? What what's what's coming from your fear? Because this is something that we've we've seen, uh, Rebecca, and maybe you can talk to about this. Is that when you know people step out and they're like, "Oh, I tried, but I failed." How, how much does why they're doing something matter versus what they're doing it for? 
Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because your why is is your sole purpose. It's what you're here to do. That is your why. Um, and, you know, it's something that you should be doing. It's a case of having to tune into it, um, to be honest. I find that people who, like that client of mine with the, with the candles, I remember him going to work and having, like, panic attacks because he hated it. And I was like, why are you committing to this, asking that question? This isn't your why. This isn't what you're supposed to be doing, and you know that. So why are you going through with it? And he said, well, there's no other choice. I have to do this because it's stable. It's a big corporate company. I was like, but you get, you know, every day you come back shattered ill, you're bored, nothing is creative. All you do is like, you know, it's admin. You do that for 12 hours. And he was as convinced of nothing else. But it is actually being open to what your why is and it might come in differently. And I found actually with the universe, it does all sorts of amazing things to protect us and to show us what we should be doing. Like, for example, um, the reason I'm in Mexico, I'm coming to the U.S., but I couldn't get there because I got sent back to Mexico because of visa issues and it was a horrendous process. But I trust in the universe that I'd be looked after. And I was now in the place I want to be, which is Mexico. So, and that was, you know, all set like, right, I've got to go now to the U- to USA, despite COVID and despite LA being bad, I've got to go there, do this. You know, I was very much like not seeing that there was other opportunities for me and that I was protected and being safe and put here. So universe really does work for you. When you ask, you know what you want. And your why, it's fine. Mm, I absolutely love that. I mean, can you imagine where you would be right now if you not taken the, the guidance oh. to start writing? Oh my God, there would be no book. I'd have, this book would not be available. I'm also now going to, um, in talks of getting it um, published in Spanish in Mexico. So mm, fantastic. Uh, I know it's amazing. And it's like, this wouldn't have happened if there was no book, no lockdown. So it is all that, like, what if, what if? But then it's all for the right good. And sometimes we just can't, we just don't see it because we're so wanting to know an answer and fix answers. But getting guidance is great, getting an idea. But when are we trying to be too that, when we try and be too specific, it's a case of like we could miss things and miss opportunities that didn't work there for us. Which leads me to my next question is, is that when you started writing this, did you see the end point or did you just start writing? Well, one of the things I was, one of the things I didn't do in the PhD was that I didn't like plan it to the minute detail. I, had, I didn't have a great um, supervisor for my PhD. I mean, he was a nice man, but we just, we did, didn't get on. And it was difficult with him working with him. So planning it was a nightmare. He didn't plan the way I would like to plan. So there's all sorts of stuff. But um, I have to say is that with this planning, I made sure that I planned it to the minute detail. So everything was like good to go. Then it was just writing it. And that's why to write it was very, very quick. And I can always plan now. I can see another one in the pipeline, another, another sequel to it when this one obviously picks up and, and gets out there more. It's only been out for like two months. It'll be really, really exciting and be like a nice slow burner. Um, so, yeah, it was really, really interesting writing it because I did think it would be an absolute nightmare, but it took less than two weeks. And it was all <laughs> it was my first copy. Like my publisher was like, oh, wow, we've lots of work to do on it. And then she said, there's nothing, you know, there's, there's, there's tweaks, but it's nothing like a major rewrite, you know? So this is pretty much good to go with the editing just to tighten up the sentences really. So it was amazing that I, that I had this gift in me. I didn't know it was there. And this book is now out there to share with the world, all these gifts that I've got. And I want to share to people. What I love is sharing gifts and sharing advice and knowledge. And, you know, it's for a very affordable price, obviously a book, you know, so I'm really excited to get it out there more when I get to the States around here, but also to do more book, you know, book clubs with it too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, this, this, this whole process folks of what Rebecca is describing here is you have to realize that when you tap into that purpose, when you find that for yourself, 
and you realize what that is, don't constrict, don't go into fear and just trust, lean into it and, and recognize you don't have to figure out what it's going to look like right now. You just have to start walking the path. You just have to start taking those steps to start creating the new realities, to start creating what's possible. And trust me, it's going to evolve. It's going to change. It has no other choice to because you're going to change. You're going to evolve. Yep. And and, and that's 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 the journey, right? And it's having the courage to step into that. Rebecca, and where can go, and please, trust, go ahead. And trusting it. Trusting oh, it. <laughs> yes. Very very much so. And, and folks, th- th- we're not talking about religion here. We're talking about trusting the divine, tapping into the spiritual energies, looking beyond yourself, your ego, and your fear so you can find that purpose. Because the stories that you've been told about money are a lie. The stories that you've been told about how society works and what it is and what it's not is a lie. And yeah. your true freedom lies in that connection to the spiritual divine. And Yes, you can build a business doing it. And that's what Rebecca's book, Born to Do It, is all about. Rebecca, where can people go find more information about you? Um, the best place would be my website, which is RebeccaLouisaSmith.com. Fantastic. Folks, make sure you reach out to Rebecca. Go get her book. Take a look at her website. See what she's all about, what she's doing. She's putting some good stuff out in the world, and we need more of that. If it resonates, pick it up, reach out to her. This is the work that we do is to share these kinds of messages of people that are out there doing this kind of work in the world. Rebecca, thank you so much for for being part of the show today. And thank you for showing up and doing what you do. Thank you so much. You're a star. We appreciate that. Awesome. Everybody, thank you for listening. Until next time, go out there, find your passion, tap in, tune up. And if you haven't started watching the I Am series, Take a look because that'll help get you there as well. So next time, folks, go out there, incorporate your own superpowers so you can change the world. Take care. Thanks. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.